Hello! Welcome to the home for infinite losers. I'm Luke. I'm the host of the home for infinite losers. Are you feeling alright? Uh, yeah. That was Mike who asked me that question. Hi, I'm Mike, and uh, I'm I'm finally doing it. I'm finally doing the thing that I never do. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm actually just playing a computer game while we're doing this. That's fine. It's, Luke did it yeah. in TWA, so it's fair. I did do it all through the podcast. We recorded five minutes, or well, longer than that. Yeah, it's been a while. I have. Yeah. Who cares? That, I mean, that's I Emily. I because I, I record the backup, but this time I'm uh -huh. just like, fuck it. Fuck it. That's a great attitude. That was Emily that also talked. Hi, I'm Emily. And I've got a, I've brought a special guest on today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My wonderful, beautiful, amazing girlfriend, Cassandra. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, let's just take it easy. You know, we've been, we've been gone a few weeks. Let's just... Let's just chill out, guys. Let's just, just, just ease everyone back in. We're gonna do. Are we gonna do an ASMR drink again? We can't listen, do that. We can't. Listen, yeah, we listen, shouldn't do this twice. Also, just was, to keep Luke from I mean, getting confused, Cassie has been on before. I I was aware of that. Mike, yeah. Don't even, because you forgot <laughs> Dustin was on too. Don't even. Oh oh, I see what you're doing. Okay. You know back what? Off. I was trying to do an easy time, laid back, just relaxing episode. And you got to come at me with that kind of aggressive energy. I don't appreciate it. I mean, listen. Yeah. This is where we we're we're training. We got to get that rock. I'm on mm -hmm. my dinner. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. come at you. I ate dinner already, so I'm whatever. You, you can sure. find a rock. Go 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 for it. <laughs> uh, this is, of course, the podcast where, in the next five minutes, we're gonna talk about every single episode and movie in the Dragon Ball franchise. Or alternatively, the podcast where we're gonna run a hundred meters in like five seconds. That's true. All true. Uh, yeah, this is this is the start of the the training for the Goku. The training for the Goku. That's the what Goku. I meant to say. It's the part of the show where Luke promised me things would get good. It's I said it was where the upturn was going to begin. It's the part of the show where it's just Master Roshi, Krillin, and Goku, and... Since there are no women around, then oh, there's wait, no room there for Roshi to be gross. Yeah, we forgot except, that a woman got added. Except, <laughs> except. Cool, but also bad. Yeah. I was going to say is... that, because you mentioned the Goku, Goku is like Batman and the and the Flash. You know, the Batman and the Flash. He is exactly like them. So, all the time, uh, people are like, the I... Goku. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, okay. I was... I was very confused by yeah, what you were trying to say. I mean, that's weird, because, like... No one calls Batman the Batman in real life. They only call him the Batman, like, in the fictional world. Mm -hmm. But, like, the right. Flash is always the Flash. <laughs> Hold on! Hold on! <laughs> Wait. What? What? Oh, oh, okay, you're right. Yeah, like, ah, like, right. like people in the world are just like, they're just like, oh, it's Batman. Whereas, like, when you right. watch the movies or whatever, it's like, it's the Batman. Oh, fuck, it's the Bat. I feel I, like I, that, that calling him the Batman, maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like it's a more recent thing. Or at the very least, it was out of vogue for a long time, and I then like, kind of came back. Yeah. I also feel like the Flash is a little bit more, because Flash is also just like a name people have sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, I do feel like the Batman was something that maybe like Christopher Nolan brought back into vogue. Yeah, because like, in the oh, 90s cartoon... 
in the nineties cartoon, I don't remember them ever calling him the Batman. I do remember, you know, uh It's sur- the Bats. Yeah, surly looking like uh muggers being like, Jeez it, it's the bat. We gotta or, get out of here. That they did that in um the uh Well there was that follow up cartoon that was called The Batman. What's that? That is true. Called? Yeah. Tim Burton. The Tim Burton movie. Oh, also did they? Was referred to as the Bat, but not the, the Bat. Yeah. Um, but right. yeah, like there, I think the Batman, the show you just referred to, Michael. Yeah. Um, might yeah. have been after Batman Beyond, or Batman Begins. Like, sorry, Begins. I think, there was like, I'm, I'm, I think there was the Batman, and then there was Beware the Batman. Yeah, Beware the Batman is is very recent. I think that's the most recent Batman cartoon, didn't it? No, yeah, I think that was before uh, Brave and the. Was it before or after Brave? No, it was. No, it was. It was, it was the cartoon that came on after Brave and the Bold because it was the one everyone got mad at because they were like, "Oh, they canceled Brave and the Bold for this." Bull. Well, it, it didn't look very good. I mean, it had it had Alfred with a gun and like katana. Yeah. And I'm like, why not have Robin? Wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Batman came out in 2004. Batman Begins came out in 2005. So maybe there was oh, just something shit. in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, just, some that's of the you say, in but the there's, water. there's something in the water because that's the plot of Batman Begins. Is that's that true. There is yeah. something in the water. The, the <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the Batman was the one that agent. had like, like a radical reinvention of the Clock King, where he was basically just Jeff Foxworthy. Oh God, I didn't know that the Clock King showed up in the Batman. I'm sorry. They never, they never actually call him the Clock King, but he's very clearly supposed to be the Clock King equivalent. Sure, yeah. Why I have heard a really like good Jeff- episode. Like, yeah. Basically, okay, he's just why some is he like schmuck. Jeff Foxworthy? Who, well, like his, his. Well, he's actually played by uh, I forget who. One of the like, um, one of the uh, kids in the hall. Oh, okay. Like, his whole thing is he's just some random schmuck. Who's, he's down on his luck and all that jazz, and then he just yeah. sort of discovers he has the ability to rewind time by ten seconds. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. goes on yeah. a crime spree, and that's kind of the thing, is, like, he's a just generally a completely unremarkable dude, but Batman can't... You can't fight someone who gets a do-over, like, <laughs> infinitely. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Luke, that sounds, like, up your alley, like, really up your alley. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, that is literally a, uh... A, character from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure has the exact same power. It's it's genuinely a, a really good episode of what is otherwise largely considered not a very good cartoon. See, I've heard it's actually a pretty good cartoon if you can get past some of the weirder redesigns they did. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've watched a bit of the Batman, and I liked it. I don't I don't, I don't understand I, the hate, I'm, except I'm, for, like, Joker's design was a little off. But then they made the Batman versus Dracula, which sounds so fucking bad, but it's actually Which I have amazing. on DVD. Like, my, my sister's got me that as a semi-ironic Christmas gift once. I mean, it's, it's alright. I like he, that does, movie. he does the thing where, like, this dude introduces himself as Alucard, and he ha- to solve the mystery, he has to, like, write it down in a mirror, and, like, it's backwards! It's Dracula! That is dumb, right. but, but I do like that Batman fights Dracula, and Joker becomes a fucking vampire, and, yeah. like, drinks like loads of blood and it's really creepy and cool mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah here we go mandem it's the stand of ringo road again it's a it's like a wristwatch that if he winds it back he can go six seconds into the past cool and he's like a cowboy Jeez. and he'll be like draw and then you'll draw on him and you think you got him and then all of a sudden you have a gunshot wound and you don't understand why it's really cool Jeez. Yeah, I do know Jojo's that the, at least, at least good. That, uh, the Batman show, it it got to a point where, like, in the later seasons, it just kind of became another Justice League. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. It did do that. Yeah, and um, it also, like, 
it did an interesting thing where it introduced Batgirl first and then Robin later and then oh sure yeah it was yeah. kind of weird uh, yeah it it, 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 was, cool. it was a little weird to have like a, a teenage Batgirl and a still a little kid Robin but like I, I, it added some some chemistry to the team it probably kind of needed a little bit and there was a yeah. there was a story arc where they go in the future and Nightwing's there and I remember that we're talking about Dragon Ball here on the Home for Infinite Losers. <laughs> I know. Long you know what, I'm sorry. That's kind of a recurring theme in cartoons with Robin in them. Is like, man, we're yeah. never gonna get a Nightwing show. We gotta do a, a Let's Go Into the Future episode, mm-hmm. just so I can draw Nightwing once. Or they'll please. do like Batman the animated series, where they literally just had him become Nightwing as part of the show, which is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, but that show went on for a while, so they were able to do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but yeah, Dragon Ball. I guess we gotta there, talk there, about Dragon Ball. The the main bad guy in the part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure that that stand was from. Has the stand "Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap," Since and when they've had to translate it for video games and stuff, because they like change all the names around because they don't want to get in trouble for like breaking copyrights, so they renamed it to "Filthy Axe at a Reasonable Price," <laughs> which is maybe the best one they've done. That's really uh, good. Yeah, you've told that story before, and it's it's <laughs> it's hurt every time. It's, it's you, so good. Since you went back on a tangent, I feel okay going back on a tangent saying that. One of the reasons they were able to make Robin Nightwing in that series too is because they made Robin a college age kid. Like he's not. Yeah, he was already an adult at the start of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh sure. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. Oh, find that Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, the ultimate battle, battle. evil and good. <laughs> I get, should we just get into it? Because like. Yeah, sure. Who think we? <laughs> I think we fucked around we, enough. Do you have Dragon Ball news or anything? I. I don't think so. I mean, Dragon Ball Super ended. Dragon Ball Fighter Z is still a really good game. Uh, Did they ever they unfuck the, the the multiplayer and the lobby system and such? Um, I think they've made steps towards that. I also got a bunch of uh, Steam gift cards from trading in a bunch of games, so I just bought the PC version, and it seems way more stable, which sucks. Uh, yeah. But I've mostly been playing it there that, lately. But- yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Dragon Dragon Ball is always happening now. We we it's never gonna not happen. They're making that movie. That looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. But I mean, they've said almost nothing about it. So you know. I can't wait for the next live action American reboot. I'm excited. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I cannot wait until we get to cover that on this show. I'm so excited. Why don't we just do it? Well, no, because we have to cover movies when they best fit chronologically, and that one deals with oh, the Demon King Piccolo so saga. So we'll do it before Z, though. That's good. That's good. Right, yeah, we'll, we'll probably do it around the time we're finishing up Dragon Ball. Probably before the Piccolo Jr. saga. I, I want to do it sooner, because it's so good. Like, yeah, bad. yeah. <laughs> I have not seen it since it came out, and yeah, it, I just... It's so oh, bad. Oh, boy. If they... Yeah, it's weird. Goku just goes to high school. Yeah. He has messy hair that they tried to recreate, like, what it looks like in the cartoon. And but he's... that's impossible. Right, right, but they did their best, and then he has a scene where he's, like, got to go to a dance, and he's, like, trying to it's comb his party. hair back and make it... S- oh, it's a house party, yeah, yeah. Where he's, like, trying to comb it back and make it sit down nice, and then it springs back up with a spring sound. It's a house party at Chi-Chi's house. It's... Yeah. It's so and, weird and, that and they... People call him people call him Giku, even though he's, like... Right. It's, it's so much, like, they just wanted to make Spider-Man with Goku. It's so yes. Much, 
Ah, it's so weird that his hair is one of the things they keep, considering how much they're willing to change. Right. It's like, no, but we got to keep that hair, though. That's that's the really iconic there thing are... about Goku. That's the Once... most canon thing in the movie, because, like, I've said it before, Saiyans grow their hair in a specific style and it stays that way and it doesn't grow any longer and it doesn't and if you cut it it'll grow back the exact same way so that makes sense that that happens but it's the only in canon thing I in that movie mean, okay here's here's my question is goku still an alien in that movie well yeah. so they don't get into it i don't think i don't no, does he turn into a nuzaru at the he end he does he does yeah okay yeah, I, I apparently remember everything about this movie and yeah, like, <laughs> uh, he, he, yeah like, but is it because he's an alien or is it some animality bullshit i think it's like a okay well like in, in in the in the fiction of the movie, King Piccolo and Ozaru are like are like best buds taking over the world together. And then wait, Ozaru oh, is just a guy. That's right. Yeah, and then it turns out Ozaru got like sealed to become Goku, which is oh, like, so he's Naruto. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say he's Naruto. <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna say like parts. Once you get past the high school horse shit. Parts of that movie, at least in, like, the planning phase, I understand. Because you don't want to dwell on Dragon Ball shit that long. Because you want to get to Z. Because, like, in the world where you're trying to make a movie franchise, right? You want to say, we want to just make this one, set up for a sequel, and then do Dragon Ball Z. So you would do a story where you it's like, yeah. You just Medius Res in, in Z. Eh, I, I can see why you would want to set up some of the things about the world of Dragon Ball. Like, well, and, okay, but, like... Kids yeah. dealt just fine with starting with Z. I, I I hear you, but I think if you're selling it to, like, a studio, you need to be like, yeah, what's this green man? What the fuck's his deal? Like, I, I, I think yeah. it makes sense to say, let's make a story that condenses all of Dragon Ball down. Goku's a kid. He goes on an adventure to find the Dragon Balls. He runs into Demon King Piccolo, who's, like, tied up in the Dragon Ball mythos. They fight. He wins. There's a kid. And now that's going to be the new bad guy. And then second movie, oh, twist, he's got to join forces. You didn't forces. do that, what you just said. No, I understand, I understand. Yeah. But, like, I can see where probably, I, I imagine that script probably got about 800 rewrites. I can see where it was a good script at maybe, like, 375. Or at least a, like, understandable script, you know? I'm going to IMDB for Dragon Ball Evolution. I'm going to see how many write-it credits there are. Oh man, that's actually a good question. I think that's a movie that was in like development hell for a really long time, and it yeah, I don't know like who ended up actually credited on it. Uh, we're talking about uh, Dragon wow. Ball okay. episode I mean, sixteen. We, did, did, we this mention, week. did I mention to me before Michael that that uh, Master Roshi is played by Chow Yun Fat? That is true, oh, and he's terrible. like one of the. Uh, he's honestly the best part of the movie. <laughs> Can well, I he's, blow he's... everyone's minds? Yeah, there is a single writing credit. On this movie. Yeah, that is one true. One singular screenplay credit. But I wonder how much, like, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know enough about how, like, crediting in movies work to be like, is that, does that literally mean he went down, wrote a script, brought it back, and that was it? Well, there's, there's, there's two possibilities, because generally speaking, if more than one person works on a script, everyone's name stays on it, no matter how many people uh -huh. it is. Oh, But there's okay. two possibilities. One, everyone except this guy asked to have their names left off the project. It's <laughs> right. possible. Or two, I this just, dude really did it alone. I, I, right. Okay, so I'm, I went to Master Roshi um, from the movie specifically on the Dragon Ball wiki. I found it. And yeah. I like how it says techniques, shadow crane strike, 
Um, and it, you know, it lists all of them, right? Like Kamehameha, powerful wave of energy, which can be used in a variety of ways. And it mentions that he uses it to defibrillate Goku at some point. He uses the Kamehameha yeah. to defibrillate him. Although Mafuba, which is a spell that he uses to trap Lord Piccolo. And then Key Blast Cannon. Yoshi, Roshi uses this in the video game adaption of the movie. Yes. I forgot there was a video there was a they made video a game. P- okay. They made a PSP game based on that movie. Was there yeah. also a Game Boy Advance one or something? No, I was there? I only know the PSP one. I'm pretty sure there was. Uh, I, yeah, I'm looking through this, so let's see. By the time the PSP see. was out, there would not have been a Game Boy Advance, because the DS was out. Let's see, Fox oh, bought the uh, rights the, to make it... The, the, thing, the, thing, the thing with really, really, really well-selling systems is that shovelware will continue to come out for them two generations later. It took true. an unbelievable know. amount of time for PS2 games to stop coming out. I th- yeah. I think the Wii U was out by the time the last PS2 game that was officially licensed in America stopped. I mean, yeah, I know that. I, but I like... think Just Dance still keeps coming out on the Wii. Yeah, and like FIFA always comes out on everything. You no, know, the video game was only on PSP. I just looked it up. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Fox got the rights to make that movie in 2002. It looks like they tried to get it going right away, but then nothing happened. Uh, let's see. The Fox went on to send a script to writer-director James Wong, who accepted in 2007. James Wong and Stephen Chow were announced as director and producer. Uh, Ben Ramsey's first draft was deemed too expensive to shoot, and in the end he wrote about five different drafts of the script following notes from the studio. Okay, so I've got a feeling that he started off making something that was at least, like, I don't know, something, and they kept coming back like, what? Yeah. What? What is this bunny man you wrote in here? No. What <laughs> <laughs> if in high school me, so the kids will understand it? Here's the thing: I don't know a whole lot about Hollywood or directors or any of that jazz, but like, you tell me, Stephen Chow's working on this, like, first blush, and like, okay, a Dragon Ball movie directed by that guy could work, right? You know, he made Kung Fu Hustle. I could see this happening. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, something went something went horribly wrong. I, and what's so crazy to me is that, like, if this movie had not just poisoned the well completely, these days when you have, like, these super, almost, like, to a fault, accurate to the source material adaptations that all have to launch a cinematic universe, I feel like you could totally do a Dragon Ball movie, like, today, oh, and it would, a, it would you be the movie you'd Dragon want it to Ball be. Dragon Ball film universe. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> exactly. God, you, would yeah, have... you could get a spin-off movie for Krillin and Yamcha and all You could be up to the point where you're having the crossover event with Aral, eh? Or however you say your name. Yamcha's not oh, yeah, a do- movie, I want to uh, say that. I would, love, I would love for for Dr. Slump to get made into an American movie just so it could right? crossover with Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Yom- like a movie just called The Desert Bandit. Yeah. Well, but you know what? I say all that, but on the Yom other hand... begins. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I say all that, but on the other hand, I'm thinking if, like... I, I could have very easily said the same thing about Ghost in the Shell, like, three years ago, and I would have been extraordinarily wrong. So who knows? I mean, they could I mean, have like, made that work, but they didn't. Right, yeah, exactly. they could have done it. They just didn't, yeah. They just they did a bad job. Do. Yeah. And also, if we, if we do get another Dragon Ball movie, please cast Asian characters. Asian actors, like please, yeah. like, <laughs> but really that that that's ultimately and like, in I'm about to drop some really true and useful words of wisdom on you, but yeah. ultimately the the true kryptonite of uh, of Hollywood is doing a bad job. 
Like uh, if they just if they just did good yeah. jobs, you know, everything would be so much better. Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> I agree that if they did good, they would be good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, little, I'm a little conflicted on that point. Yeah, I'm running through my head of like characters that I think it might be okay to cast an American as, like. Mr. Satan? You could make him American, oh, I guess? Definitely. I could definitely buy Mr. Satan being, like, like yeah. some comedian, actually. Like, a, Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel like in another time, like, maybe a couple decades ago, you could have gotten, like, Will Ferrell as a really good Mr. Satan. It's probably I, a bit too old now, hmm. but, like... That's a weird one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he's got the hair for it, I'm saying. I, I, I sure. think he would just, like, get a wrestler to play Mr. Satan. Yeah, I feel like you'd have a wrestler and have him basically just play it straight. John the movie Cena is Mr. Satan. I don't know if John Cena. You need the more like heelish wrestler, I think. Yeah, someone who looks he's a bit kind like, of scummy. He's yeah. got like got to have a, like be able to pull out that mustache and hair too. So, I mean, the like, thing is, some, Mr. Someone, Satan uh, tweet, uh, someone tweet Ashley and ask her who would be a good <laughs> right. wrestler to play Mr. Yeah. Satan. Mm-hmm. Do it. I, I mean, the, do the it right, thing I'll is, do it right now. yeah, sure. Like Mr. Satan's dub voice is the guy's just doing like a Macho Man Randy Savage impression. So like, that's really what you want, but it's too late for that. Ugh. We're talking about Dragon Ball episode sixteen this episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have been for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> At least we're talking about Dragon Ball now. That's hey, true. We, hey, we've adjusted. We're closer. Yeah. We did some research. Yeah. But yeah, okay, D- let's get started. Does live on the air research count as research? I mean, it's... it's no, I don't think so. Research was done. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. Luke, can you start the summary now, please? Yeah, sure. Uh, the narrator so opens anyway, this episode... So anyway, that's one of the bullshit about swimming for a few minutes. No, I'm yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no. Uh, no, we, uh, the narrator opens this episode up talking about how we've got launch now, and we're off to the different place to do training, because why not? Uh, and, like, Roshi packs up his house into a capsule and has, like, a capsule car. I don't think you said the name of the episode. Oh, this episode's called Find That Stone! And Stone. it's, uh... Gotta find that stone. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't Don't quite stop work. until you got them all the stones. It's uh, th- this episode. I Master forgot Roshi... you guys did that. <laughs> Master yeah, Roshi's like, feeling. Just let, me, just let me say something though. I I watched this like a week ago with um with Michael and Cassie. Yeah. And they they were both doing that for like a minute in the beginning of the episode, and I'm just like, Great. stop. Rock, rock, <laughs> rock the rock, rock, Z. <laughs> Alright, great. Uh, anyway, yeah, find that stone in this episode. Uh, Master Oshi's suffering called, some like... severe abdominal pain, and he has to go to the doctor who has to find that stone for him. That's my joke. Bye, everybody. I mean, it kind of is true, a little bit. Because he does get abdominal pain later. That is true. I think it's called. I think it's called. Yeah, um, for a second, training. I think it skipped way ahead. Like, right, yeah, like, yeah, Fuck yeah. It, I don't feel like doing it this week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cut to the final scene. And ah, who cares? It. Master Roshi gets diarrhea, whatever. <laughs> I, I think that the name of the episode in Japanese is "Training Find That Rock" or "Rock Hunt" it's, or something. It's training the rock hunt. I Thank wrote you. it down. All You're right, good. Great. You're so much better than me. You should just take my spot on the podcast. Bye. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> the narrator in the dub version is extremely into launch because, like, they're driving to the island where they're going to be training, yeah. and Roshi's like, "Uh, don't sneeze, please." 
And the narrator kicks into this whole thing where he's like, Master Roshi's not just talking about hygiene. When she sneezes, Launch undergoes an amazing transformation from a simple, gentle girl to a vicious vixen. <laughs> it's like, this oh, narrator buddy. really wants to fuck Launch. Also, uh, Luke, can you just be a narrator for things now? Because you're really good at it. <laughs> hey, Luke, can you yeah. tell us that Truckasaurus is going to be in town this Sunday? <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, yeah, okay, Sunday. But yeah. You can they, they go to another island. Yeah, uh, what is yes. happening Sunday? Uh, I don't know, but whatever it is. And how much of my seat will I need? Uh, well, that's the thing. We're going to charge her for the whole thing. But you're really only gonna need the edge. Oh shit! I <laughs> can <sighs> you undersell sold that so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's just it's just I'm getting it done. Like yeah, I, I, uh -huh. I, they're not gonna let me move on until I say it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they get to the island. Um, it, it, uh, I do like when it shows a flashback of angry launch and then goes to good launch again. I'm just like, oh, she's so happy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, I forgot just how high-pitched Good Launch's voice is. Like, the voice actress's voice is cracking as she does these lines. It's good. Like, she's 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 really putting in the effort to differentiate the voices. Yeah. Uh, but they get to the island. It seems like it's, like, mid-afternoon. voice actress? Uh, oh, yeah, it's gotta be. I can't imagine probably. two different people. It seems see like it seems like it's probably just one, but I haven't looked. We don't do I research on this show. I am curious now. I'm going to look it up. I'm All also right, looking great. it up. Let's see. I'll, I'll look let Cassie it do it because he's faster. Okay. I'm just going to... I don't have to do something? Great. So anyway, we go, you, a, we go to a different <laughs> island that's bigger to facilitate yes. the, the training. Goku the like, flies is, around. Because this yeah, island is so much bigger, there's other people living there. Right, right. Goku's like, oh, Master Roshi, someone beat us here. He's like, yeah, they live here, dipshit. Uh, just don't worry about it. Do you know anything? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so Roshi decides they're gonna, you know, start their training before dinner, and uh, he wants to like test their skills. So he decides he sets up like he's like, uh, let's see how fast you can run from this rock to that tree. That's about hundred meters. Let's see how fast you can do the hundred meter dash. And out of curiosity, I did look up what the world record for the hundred meter dash was. Which is 9.58 seconds, set by Usain Bolt in 2009. Cool. So Krillin goes first. I want to talk first. a little bit about this because, like, Master Roshi tells Goku that training's happening. He's just so excited. He's like, oh, yeah. you see, you see Krillin, and he's got his arms crossed. He's got his shitty smile on, which is great. But then Goku's right. just flailing his arms, being like, yeah, 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 training, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so yeah, Goku's been trying to make this happen for like three episodes in a movie now, and he's so excited that he finally gets to train. He's so happy, and it's so yeah. cute. Goku is so cute in this episode. Yeah. And speaking of uh, people being happy, so happy to get more dirtbag Krillin. Oh, yeah, Dirtbag Krillin's the best, and we're not going to get that much more of him, so savor it. But, yeah, so in the, Krillin volunteers to run first. He thinks he can really, you know, show off his stuff. We've seen him. He can run very fast. Uh, so he does the sprint in, like, ten point something seconds. Which we just listed. That's only, like, 
a second more than like the best person to ever run it in real life. Right, exactly. Yeah, and and, and, uh, and Bolt uh, set that record fairly recently, so it right, yeah, like, yeah, it might have beaten the world record whenever this was airing. Oh, it, probably, it almost certainly would have. Would not surprise me if it did. Um, also, yeah, uh, Cl- launch yeah. is credited mentions. with just one voice. Oh, there you go. And, and yeah. also, Krillin is Meredith like, McCoy. He mentions, he mentions he can he can run a he's he's good enough for the Olympics, and apparently he is. So yeah, he's literally good enough for the Olympics. I was also, surprised to find out that the Olympics line was a direct yes. translation and was not an addition of the dub. Oh, seriously? Okay, yeah. I assumed it was a dub thing. Yeah, the, the, like the Olympics canonically exist in the world of Dragon Ball. <laughs> that, that raises so many questions. Does it? Does it raise as many yeah. questions as a person I saw earlier with the Twitter name? Um, Goku has canonically seen Jim Carrey's The Mask. <laughs> when I does that come up? Until we find out what the hell is going on there. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's something to look forward to. But no, it does raise questions because that means okay, the Olympics exist. But Greece, so like, Greece exists. Right, so ancient Greece exists, I mean, which means it, that, like. That, does, that isn't necessarily true. Where would the Olympics come from otherwise? It's a Greek word. I mean, for some random reason? Yeah, they just... There could, there could be any reason for these Olympics I, are called the Olympics. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. That is true, but I think until it were shown otherwise, we have to assume that Greece exists, which means that, like... I mean, we saw So many earlier, other things about... America exists. And, like, like they, they do call this place Earth. Yeah, did they, but... Did it, they mention King Furry... Before DBZ, yes, they, uh, they, they do, do, but not till pretty late. I, he comes up during the uh, Demon King Piccolo saga. Yeah. Okay, because I was gonna say that'd be pretty funny if just in a time skip, like King Fury took over the whole fucking world. Well, <laughs> no. So they, uh, <laughs> King Fury has like portraits of all of his ancestors who were also kings. Yes. Uh, and I was reading the Dragon Ball wiki the other day about like it was the, just a page on the Dragon Balls. And it's mentioned at some point that a long time ago someone wished to be king of the whole world. So they are specul the, the wiki speculates that King Furry's ancestor wished for that, and that's why the entire world is ruled by a dog. That's the best. Because right? that's literally what what, what what like Pilaf was trying to do. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was trying to unseat a magically appointed. A magically yeah, a magically appointed ruler. Yeah. Do you think that maybe all of Goku's success in Dragon Ball is as a result of, like, the Dragon Ball magic trying to preserve the King Furry line? Oh, shit. <laughs> You're saying that he wished to be king of the whole world, and, like, that applied to his whole lineage. And in order for that wish to, like, still be true, the world has to exist and the status quo has to be maintained. Yeah. Well, I mean... So, like, the, the Saiyans sending someone to Earth that saying growing up to be a good guy right all of the quests that succeed emperor pilaf being like obstructed at every turn like yeah that's 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 shenron baby the only problem is i think demon king piccolo also wishes to be king of the world and goku kills him uh i don't think he succeeds in wishing to be king of the world does he not i don't remember okay well doesn't like letting its wishes like undo previous wishes oh i see well, like, here's the sure. thing with that, is that also they wish, they try wishing for the Saiyans to just die, and Shenron says he can't do it because he can only do things within the power of his creator. Well, like, he can't outright kill the Saiyans, but he can, over the course of 
decades, bring a small boy. Also, <laughs> if the Saiyans destroyed the Earth, he still would have been king of the Earth, and all his lineage would have been. Right. Yeah, that that's true. I don't know. I guess we'll find out someday. Probably not. <laughs> we won't find out ever. Where's uh, that Hollywood movie about King Furry? <laughs> Oh yeah, see? That's why we need the Dragon Ball Cinematic Universe to get the King Furry movie. The DCU. <laughs> King Furry no, Rises. No, the DCU is something else. I know, that's why I said it. <laughs> the DBCU. No. Anyhow. We're t- Dragon Ball episode 16. We're barely into this. Where, oh, yeah. What's so, happening now? Right, so so Krillin runs the 100 meter dash in 10 point something seconds. It's impressive. He kind of downplays like, oh, I usually get even better. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, then Goku goes and uh, he gets 11 seconds, which is still good, but noticeably like not as good as Krillin. And then Goku Finally, Krillin's out, good at one thing better than Right, Goku. I thought it would be kind of cool, actually, if they started out establishing that Krillin is better than Goku at the start and just let him outpace him. I, or at I, least I just let him be gonna... better at something. At, at one thing, yeah. I, a I knew single they were going to do that, though. This is, this is yeah. such an anime trope where it's all like, right. like oh, he he did that with, with that? Like, where it's like someone is able to accomplish something with shoddy equipment... Or something right, yeah. like that. That is Goku that points is out impressive. that his shoes are falling apart and asks to get a new pair of shoes. Yeah, in in like in one example I can think of the top of my head is that Aaron Yeager in in Attack on Titan is able to balance out. He wasn't able to balance on his uh three dimensional movement gear, omni yeah. directional movement gear, whatever it's called. Um, and he's able to to balance finally and like oh cool, but then it turns out he was working with shoddy gear the whole time. Mm-hmm, so he mm-hmm. was actually like incredible because he was able to do it with shoddy gear and like, yeah. Are you yeah. are you know in Dragon Ball uh, they always wear weighted training clothes? Right, broken shoes yeah, are that's just the thing. Wouldn't like, that actually like destroy your body? Yes, of course it would. To run well, on weights all the time. Well, we you we haven't learned about how the Saiyans work yet, Mike. They have a unique Every, physiology. It's not just Saiyans, like everybody too. Well, that's true. Roshi does do it also, and Piccolo also does it. But it, there's at least an explanation for why it works and for Rock the Saiyans. Rock Lee and Naruto does it. Yeah. Listen, if yeah, you, it doesn't seem like it'd be good for you in the long term. I don't know like, if you it, wear it, it, heavy it's legitimately things. not. Like me and my okay, me and my friend Joey, who were super into Dragon Ball, were like, let's do that. And then we looked it up, and it's like, yeah, your ankles would be broken in like. Like, you would fuck the shit out of your ankles if you wore, like, yeah. weighted uh, things around your ankles all the time. Like, yeah. it would fuck you up. Yeah. It's not good for you. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, it does look like, actually, Krillin didn't beat even the standing 100-meter dash record at the time of uh, Dragon Ball. It was still in the nines. It was just higher. Okay. Yeah. I mean, still, he ran damn fast. He's sure. To like 10 yeah. Years old or something, right? Right. Right. Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly what year we're in, but this would have been like around nine point nine three or something yeah. like that. And Carl yeah, Lewis. Like, I'm, I'm rewatching this scene now, and like, again, as we mentioned, like how adorable Goku is in the episode. Like when he's about to run, he's like got this really adorable smile, and his arms are splayed out, and he's so pumped. And like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just yeah. They, they make a point. They make a point about the fact that Krillin actually like gets into a sprinter's stance, like he's going to run. Because right. he just kind of stands there. Yeah. Uh, so, 
he has to run again with new shoes, and he gets a record of like eight point something. Which is uh, better than the world record. Better than the world record. Better than Krillin. Krillin's kind of blown away. Uh, and Roshi's impressed with both of them, but decides to show him like what they're here for. He takes off his weighted training shell. Uh, he throws it and like smashes a boulder with it, which is yeah. kind of like a, a visual like hint that it's really heavy. Because like yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They don't explicitly say it yet, but it's no, like, no. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, he does some like stretches. You can hear all of his like, like joints popping, like cr- really crunching as he like stretches out his legs and arms. For, yeah, for some reason, the best foley work in the show is when Roshi is like breaking himself. Oh yeah, just get used to those neck cracking sounds. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, Roshi manages to run it in like five seconds. And yeah, although completely... in the in the show for effect they have it happen like instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised uh, Krillin was even able to like hit the stopwatch. Yeah, yeah. I so thought fast. the I thought the gag was gonna be we don't know how fast you went. I I didn't hit the stop. Yeah, button I could have sworn yeah. that actually happened, but I guess yeah. not. It happens in yeah. a lot of things. Like, I swear it happened in The Flash, like the TV yeah. series. But uh, Roshi tells uh, Goku to go get him a brewski, which is pretty good. That's yeah. That's how Roshi talks, I guess. <laughs> like, Bring me a Bruce in the in the Japanese. He says beer. That's it. Yeah. 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 Go bring me a brewski and my finest champagne flute, please. I, I want. I want to. I want someone to redub Master Roshi with like like a really thick like Michigan accent. Uh huh. Or like a like a Green Bay like, fan. Oh yeah, Goku! You gotta keep running if you want to be as fast as me. <laughs> Uh, Go be a voice actor. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, Cass, what is your opinion on beer in a wine glass? Uh, like, <laughs> probably don't. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, but what if you want to treat yourself? Then have wine! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, drink wine if you want to treat yourself. What if you want to treat yourself and you just really, really like beer? Yeah, I mean, then really, really it, like shit beer from then a can. have it in a frosted mug, like something that makes sense for beer. Like, yeah, but you want to feel like a king. In a frosted mug, you feel like a fucking king. Okay, <laughs> put a crown on that mug. Put it in a goblet. If they like, don't put it in a fucking wine glass. <laughs> okay, okay. How do you feel about drinking uh, a child's apple juice box in the skull of your enemies? That's good. wait. I mean, that just. Wait, how, like you put the apple juice box in the skull and then sit Yeah, it, like the straw comes like... out through one of the eyeballs. Because, listen, a skull oh, can't actually hold liquids very well on its own. Oh, Well, I assume gotcha. that if you're drinking out of the skull of your enemies, you've, like, cocked up the, the skull. You've put some sealant in there. Not everyone thinks of that. Some people don't realize that until it's too late. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like then it's like you just make a move out of it, right? Like, you pour it and you're just trying to drink it faster than it, go- <laughs> like, spills out. I don't think you can make that into a power move. I think you just look like an idiot. I mean, no one's going to call you on it because you've got the skull of your enemy in your hand, but, like, that's not really a power play. I don't know. Like, I I feel like when I think of that, I'm imagining more drinking the blood of of your enemy out of their skull, and that's viscous enough that you might be able to get away with it. This is a weird tangent we're on. It might also be a power move where, like, you're holding the skull and the, like, liquid is dripping down your arm and you're just drinking from it. Yeah. Hey, Chelsea, um, our editor, <laughs> uh, 
we're dating psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you had to learn this way. <laughs> yeah, this, this went to a weird place. Hey, if you have opinions on how to use the blood and or the skull of your enemy to uh, enjoy yourself after a victory, uh, write in. Yeah, editors of the Monster Hunter Wiki, please uh, let us know. Yeah. The Monster Hunter Wiki? Well, yeah, and they have all sorts of creative uses for the skulls of their enemies. They make pants out of them. Oh. For some reason, I thought you said... I, Wait. Even I said the word Monster Hunter, I was thinking Monster Rancher. I'm like, what the fuck is called Monster <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, uh... I mean, I, I'd imagine that one big old eyeball dude, like, if you turn his skull sideways, you could probably oh, make yeah. a pretty decent <sighs> Probably. I don't know why just, I'm so... Just put, this, <laughs> just put the skull on your just, CD tray, and then you'll get, like, you a, a Swayze. Right and I'm yeah. like... <laughs> It's like they have those, uh, like, you can be cremated and have the, like, ash, like, pressed down into a gemstone. Like that, but instead have it pressed into a CD that makes a cool monster in Monster Rancher. Nice. I want that one that's, like, uh, get your remains, like, mixed in with some soil and, like, get grown Uh into a tree. I just, just, like, put me in the garbage. Who cares? I'm dead. I mean... Yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling. Like, I don't really care yeah. much what happens to my body, but I just like the idea of growing a tree. Make I don't know. <laughs> I Medical like schools one. need cadavers. Let's do that. That's, I, that's I like, a I like use the tree one or feed me to hungry animals. Wait, yeah, sure. Yeah. Make me into tea. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Uh, we, we Where talk- are we? We're talking Dragon about Ball. Dragon Ball episode yeah, we 16. Yeah, we just did the sprints. You sure did. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, yeah, Krillin runs back to the house to get Master Roshi a beer, and uh, from inside, you can hear Launch complaining that he's kicking up dust, makes her sneeze, she chases him around with her gun, like and she's no, probably going knife. to many it's times. With a knife. Oh, with a knife, you're right, and, yes, and, and, excuse and me. Because she, she was cooking, and um, Krillin uh, runs past them, and they're like, whoa, he's faster, I don't sure exactly well, what it was but he's faster than he was before and they make a joke that like he I, I don't know if he beats goku's time or gets close to it i didn't write no, he the beat, numbers he doesn't down beat goku's time he beats his I own think, time actually i think he does well it's eight it's eight point something so he's definitely in the ballpark of goku's time yeah. but i don't remember what it was exactly. oh, okay never mind eight point eight seconds yeah you're right yeah um and and uh the thing is though launch is also doing that yeah she's chasing him just as fast that's yeah that's true <laughs> so again at this point in the story we should be following Bad Launch, because she's the best character, still. Mm-hmm. I mean, Good Launch is also a very good character. They're both very good. Yeah, uh, she ends up sneezing and not understanding where she is. She's like, wait, I was inside cooking. What? And it just cuts to Krillin, like, in horror because her knife is stabbed into the ground inches from his dick. Hello, you're in, my old friend. Yeah, I actually didn't catch when I watched oh, it. Oh, does he piss himself? I missed yeah, that. Yeah, he pisses yep, himself he definitely a little bit. Pisses himself. It, it's white I mean, liquid. Sure. It's why you don't see, notice it, but I noticed it the second time watching, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yep, yep. Hey, it's been a while. They've earned this one. No, they haven't. <laughs> what? You, you, don't, you don't get to earn putting piss in your show. How many, how, listen, how many episodes without any pee do you have to make before you get to make one with a bunch of pee in it Infinity. without getting criticized? <laughs> I don't know. There's, like, there's... there's <laughs> Okay, it depends on, like, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, anything with pee and it's bad, because, like, there could be I mean, a if show. If it's, like, a medical show or something, sure, yeah. but, like... Or, like, if they I... use it for, like, a decent 
reason like, for the story. Like, like for like, dramatic effect. I was watching. Uh, Listen, if it's if ahead. it's not something about a medical condition or specifically water sports pornography, you probably sure. shouldn't put any pee in it. I was watching. Uh, or, or water sports, not pornography. I mean, like if you just want to do it in your own home, it's cool too. Well, that's sure. not like showing. But well, you're not show. watching. It, that's that's not oh, media. Never mind. Yeah, I mean, what if what if in the show, the person's into it, but it's not like porn. I mean, I guess. How often do fetishes come up in shows, though? Um, apparently a lot. Yeah, evidently. Yeah. I mean, we just just recorded TWA. We talked about the horniest Power Rangers episode yet. (laughs) I watched some episodes from the Boo Saga a month or two ago, just out of curiosity. And uh, Goten and Trunks, who are little boys at that point in time, are flying to go meet up with everyone else to fight Majin Buu. and the greatest threat the universe has faced. Do they and pee they while stop. they're flying? No, no, no. They stop because Goten really has to pee, so they find okay. an island to go pee at. And then you just see their backs and hear like a sprinkling sound while they talk. Well, they like have a contest to see who can piss stronger. Oh, by the way, we have gotten a uh, uh, word back from uh, Yuri Librarian Ashley. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, she says Goldberg would be a good Mister Satan. All right, a believer. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I think it would is, be. They, they would so. have to do like, you'd have to like, um, like do like either he had to grow a mustache and and his his like hair out, or they would have to do like some kind of prosthetics. But... I mean, they could put a wig yeah, on. Yeah, they could just give him a yeah, wig. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying like. Well, and I mean, listen. I can see well, it. You don't have to give him the same exact hair as long as he's got the vibe. Oh, I, Mr. Satan, you you've got to. Though. I think they need the Mr. Satan. Yeah. I, I, listen, I think I'm here going like, man, you really didn't need to do that with Goku. No, they need to do that with Mr. Satan. I, I think you can get away without doing it. As long as he sells it, it's fine. Also, like, anyway, his, t- his hair isn't some impossible design. No, like I Goku. know. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't, like, don't kill yourself trying to recreate the hair. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's just an afro. How, how far into the episode are we? Uh, We're halfway, Mark. Yeah. No, his name's Mike. Uh, so we're at six We're minutes. only 47 minutes in. <laughs> Are we that far in? Cassie. Cassie, no. Shut the fuck up. That was uncalled for. Holy crap, we are 47 minutes in. Jeez. Okay, we need to get going. I mean, th- there's not much that I happens in this episode, time. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we try and keep this show under an hour. Do we? Generally. Is that I mean, yeah. we try to do? I think it just happens. I think, I think we... Uh, whatever. We're on a real tight I mean, ship here, Luke. I didn't know that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Chelsea's gonna be so mad at all of us when she has to edit this. Chelsea, yeah. I love you. Hi, Chelsea. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, it's gotten later in the day, but Master Roshi has one more bit of training for them. He she edits writes... Let's Plays. This is a walk in the park. <laughs> All right. Uh, he uh, writes something on a stone. It's in Japanese, so I can't read it, and it's not subtitled. I don't know what it says, and I didn't look it up. Guess no one else did either. Moving on. I will he, look uh, it up right now. Great, thank you. He throws the rock over the horizon, and they're like, oh, okay, I guess we can do some rock throwing. He's like, no. God, idiots. Go find it. That's why I wrote something down on it. Okay, I uh, I just want to say, say the wiki yeah. specifies Master Roshi tells Goku to go get him a brewski. Great! 
<laughs> Wonderful. Uh, oh, it's the total uh, school symbol on it. I, I figured it was something along those lines, but I didn't want to presume. Um, Krillin and Goku run off to go hunt for it, but they immediately get confronted with a rock, with a cliff, rather. Uh, Master Roshi tells them that they only have 30 minutes to find it, and whoever finds it gets to eat. The other one does not get to eat dinner today. I'm just and if they don't do it in the half hour time, neither of them get to uh, eat. I'm imagining right. the person who had that review for us, so we don't do research, like, if they had continued yeah. and they got to this part, and we're like, you're also on a rock, we don't know what it is. I can imagine him screaming at the just podcast. Just throwing a chair. <laughs> 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 We should, we should we should make clear we're not bitter about this. We just think it's no, a hilarious. No, not thing at all. Think it's funny. <laughs> not the slightest. Whatever. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, they reach a cliff and Trillin's immediately like, "Ah, oh, jeez, we got to find a way down." Goku just jumps off the cliff because he's an asshole. I love uh, him. He's so good. <laughs> uh, he like d- takes a tumble on the way down, but he's fine. And just uh, goes running off into the jungle yeah, to the, look for this the, rock. The food, food is in is in jeopardy here. Of course, he's right. Take exactly. Off after falling, like that's not even. A Go, big deal. Goku won the moment Roshi promised food as a reward. Well, well, we'll get to it. Uh, Krillin decides that there's no way he can possibly beat Goku now that he's got that head start. So instead, so he's he like, goes delightfully to demolish uh, Krillin. Yeah, he d- yes, he does. So he knocks on. <laughs> Is that one the of second the... time we've had you on, and you've made a reference to Steam Hands? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> what if I could get a fast food rock and pass it off as my own? <laughs> oh, I, I think it's just that she made that joke last time we watched this, Mike. <laughs> oh, that's right. But she was like, "What if I went to Krusty Burger and got a rock from there?" <laughs> <laughs> So he knocks on one of the islanders' doors, and uh, Akira Toriyama still thinks it's cool to draw black people like so... racist old caricatures from the 19th century, so yeah, that's this, cool. This episode was, like, going okay, and then it's like, it just steamrolls you over with racism, and you're like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah, it's just, that's yeah, not, don't, don't draw people and that and way, it's man. Like, like, it's so weird, because, like, she's just a person, like, she's, there's no joke. Right. She just yeah, looks she's like just, that. She's like, just drawn this way. Like, I, I I, don't know. I suspect this is born completely just out of ignorance for the racist connotations of drawing people this be, way. But it's yeah. just I like, would, sh- I would assume so, it's yeah. Like, I mean, that's kind of, it's kind of what happened with the stuff we've seen in the past, you know? Like, right. Like, I genuinely don't think Toriyama knew that, like, that one time he had people dressed up like Native Americans would have been a problem. Right, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But ignorance Ugh. is still harmful even if it's yeah like, sure right bad. yeah and it it yeah, sucks we can't we can't ignore it yep yeah. and it's gonna really suck when there's like a main character who looks like this in a million episodes that's gonna be fun oh mr popo. god mr popo he's a problem yeah, yeah. anyhow I mean, the popo usually are a problem yep mm. anyway he asked her for a marker and he writes down the, the, I guess, the turtle school symbol on it and uh, goes to Master Roshi. Master Roshi is uh, inches away from just feeling up 
launch his butt for no reason because he sucks. Yeah, because he's a fucking dirty old pervert. Like she's 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 like cooking food and she's got this really short skirt on. And, and right. like she's shaking her hips back and forth as she sings while cooking, and he's just like trying to get in there for a yeah. little gropey grope. Like it, his his face is inches away from her ass when Krillin throws the door open. And she turns around holding the knife, nearly stabs him, just on God, accident. so close. Oh, God, if only. <laughs> if only he just died right there. <laughs> uh, and she, she's like, what the fuck are you doing, buddy? And he just blows her off to well, look I mean, at the she, rock. She seems rock. more just confused. Like, I, I feel like there's I a... There's I a think launch has it has, like... The capacity to realize when someone is trying to use. Well, her. yeah, like in the Japanese version, she goes, "Oh, oh my, I'm sorry." I don't know. In the American version, I got the vibe that there was like a hint of suspicion in her voice when she's like, "Hey." Well, I mean, she was gonna undress in front of um, good launch. I don't know. It just yeah, I don't know. But uh, Krillin shows him the the counterfeit rock. Roshi kind of looks at it. He's like, oh, good job. Good job. And then just fucking throws it at his head. It's pretty good. good. This episode is hard because it really has the full, like, duality of Master Roshi in it. Because it's got him as the awful sex criminal that I hate and, like, dislike the show whenever he's present. But it's also got him as, like, the cool kind of goofball martial arts master, and I like that stuff. It's got the duality of everything, because we've also got, you know, fun dirtbag Krillin and fun Goku being Goku, and then also yeah. there's piss yeah, and racism. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna yeah. say, it's like the duality of Dragon Ball. Like, before we started recording, I was like, hey Luke, how'd you like the episode? And he said, it's alright, like, seven times in different tones, that was perfect <laughs> summary of it. Right, <laughs> yeah. Because at first I was just thinking of, oh, hunting for the rock, that's fun, and the, the 100 meter dash scene's good fun. Oh, but right, the racist drawing of the black woman, and oh, right, Master Roshi being a gross monster. Right. Also, right. I do want to point out that, like, I know it's, like, it's part of the chorus for, like, stupid anime training and stuff like that, but, like, saying, you children can't eat if you don't martial arts good enough is child abuse. I mean, yeah, it, that's part of the genre of it, I though. Know, like, it's, it's heightened I in a know. way that, like... That's I, not, you know. I think because yeah. the way they're drawn, seeming like they're, like, sick. I mean, they're babies. They draw worse. them as infants. They have it feels worse the, the stubbiest than, like, legs. Because, like, I love they're, My yeah. Hero Academia, but some of the shit that, like, sure. like, Midori has to go through to, like, train. I think and it's a little bit better because, like, they're treated, like, he treats Midori like, like an equal. And, he, and, like, you can tell that, like, like the trainers that, that treat train him are, like, really care about him. But in this, they care about him, and I think like, in like My Hero Academia, they make it clear up front, like, "Hey, you are signing up to do the most dangerous job in the world. It's gonna be really hard, and like, yeah. quit if you don't like the training." Which is just like they're learning martial arts for the sake of learning martial arts. Right. There's no stakes here. He's just making them like, yeah, starve uh, because uh, yeah. he's a. Dick. On the other hand, <laughs> I do think if they had just been like, you know, I, I think it was a case like, "Oh, actually, this is too hard." He'd be like, "All right, pull up a chair and eat," you know, that kind of thing. I don't think you would have. He's a dick. I think you would have. Master Roshi is a piece of shit. Listen, I, Master Roshi I, I, is a piece of shit. Master Roshi is a piece of shit, but I think Master Roshi, the martial arts master, is a cool character that I like. Okay. He's just he's just a one facet of a greater character that I hate. Yeah. Okay. 
So anyway, uh, elbow drops a saber tooth tiger. Which is pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, that happens. That does happen. Like, we, yeah. we, we, we do see that like Krillin's really fucking strong. Goku's right, just yeah, like yeah. way stronger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Krillin goes back out into the jungle to try and find the rock. We've cut to Goku a few times, like tracking the rock by scent, like a bloodhound. He's like, "Oh, I smell turtles though. This way." Uh, Goku finds the rock. Krillin, uh, like manages to find him. He's like, "Well, Goku, the thing is." Master Roshi owns this whole island, and his name's on a lot of things. Let me see that rock to see if it's the genuine article or a fake. And Goku... In, in, the, in the Japanese one, he just says, like, I found other decoy rocks. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if Master Roshi does, in fact, own this island or not. I, or I don't think he matters, does. Because Krillin would just lie about it anyways. Right, yeah. I, I don't think we're supposed to believe that he does. Krillin just makes shit up. Uh... So Goku hands him the rock to look at it, and Krillin just takes it and runs off with it. And we get a little bit of the bit from uh, Sleeping Princess and Devil's Castle when they're racing to get to the castle. Yeah. Like, we get the whole thing where Krillin gets across a rope bridge and then breaks the bridge with Goku on also, it. Also, I really like the way Krillin and Goku are running when they just have their arms stretched out. and like... Yeah, I love it's not the Naruto run where your no. arms are, like, flopping behind you. This is... Arms like directly out like perpendicular airplanes. to like they're airplanes. <laughs> like perpendicular to your torso. <laughs> like the least aerodynamic way to run possible. It's really good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and their and their feet are just like a scribble as they're yeah. running. It's really cute. Yeah. Well it's funny because like I said, this scene is very similar to Sleeping Princess and Devil's Castle, but it's not as well animated because it's not from a movie. It's so not it's like, oh, much huh. worse animated. It's not horrible by any means, but you can definitely tell, like, the also, version... Also, Goku is very angry in this version. In terms like, of the, the animation, and also just in general, the equivalent yeah. of this was one of the highlights of that movie. Right, like, the version in the movie is, like, Goku is running across the bridge as it's falling, and, like, leaping from plank to plank. And this one, he just runs in a straight line as the rope bridge drops out from under him like he's Wile E. Coyote. Yeah. Which is fine, like, it's not bad or anything, it was just... I don't know. I took note of it. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, Krillin like stops because Goku still is chasing him after falling in the river. And right. And like Goku's like, "What? You want to go? That's what I was hoping for." And right. They, so like, then they decide to fight. And I'm like, "Oh, this is great. We're getting a fight in Dragon Ball. We haven't really gotten one since Yamcha and Goku fought." All right. Here we go. Yeah. Cool the fight scene. The thing that Dragon Ball is most famous for the the clouds with feet and hands sticking out. I was going to say, let's, let's watch a cool martial arts fight, finally, and then they just turn into, yeah, a dust cloud of fists and It's feet. cool for, like, a second, and then it just stops. Yeah, I'm like, oh, well, no. <laughs> uh, but Goku wins. All out and... attack! I just had to say it. <laughs> Goku wins, and uh, he's like, you give up, then give me the rock. And Krillin yells, all right, fine, go get it. And he throws it, and as Goku runs off, he reveals that he threw the counterfeit I rock that so he made. I so bad for Goku here. Like, I don't... I, yeah. I, love, I love shitty Krillin, but I'm like, oh, poor Goku. Sure, He's yeah, yeah. so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and he got so far. In the end. But in the end, it didn't matter. It didn't even matter. One thing, it don't... I fucked it up. Yeah, whatever. One thing, <laughs> I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that there in mind. Design this rhyme to explain in due time. Oh, uh, yep, that's the song. See, at, some, at some point, we stopped doing a reference, and we're just having a sing-along. <laughs> Right. I, mean, I like that. I like singing that song a lot. It's really cool. uh, no, that's a good song. I listened to it on the bus every day in high school. Right. Oh God. Absolutely. Are yes. Are you making fun of me for singing a no, high school song? No. No. Okay, listen. Fun. 
my greatest treasure in high school was a portable CD player and Hybrid Theory. I mean, I it was you, middle bro. school for me, but yeah, definitely. Hey, hon. And, and like, I sometimes, am making fun yeah, of you. Well, <laughs> like sometimes listening to it on the bus radio and sometimes listening to it getting a ride from my neighbor's older brother giving us both a ride to middle school while he went to high school and just blasting Linkin Park out of his truck speakers as I loud love, as he could I, I recently started listening to Linkin Park again while playing this like shitty character that I made in this RPG and I, mm-hmm. I love it it's good Great. Hybrid Theory and, and, and um, Meteora Meteora, are legitimately yeah. good albums. You know, I, I hate to stop everything dead again, but I was just hit with like 10,000 pounds of self-awareness. Okay. We're in a Dragon Ball podcast talking about how much we like <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, yeah. Listen, we're going to be talking a lot about Linkin Park in like four or five years, so Cassie, we may as well get started now. That anecdote where you thought that Japanese Dragon Ball was super gritty. What? Okay. Cassie. Yeah, like I watched a bunch of Dragon Ball Z AMVs. Particularly from the movies, especially yeah. from the one with Janemba, and it looked like the rawest shit. Yeah, because it was it was said to Lincoln <laughs> Park, and they showed right. all the cool fight scenes. Well, they so, do put a lot of new metal into like the later movies in like yeah, the official that's, dubs. That's weird. Yeah, but like you, it's just a good genre for anime fighting too. Yeah, yeah I, I love it, and like this, the, the the Street Fighter animated movie has some really good uh, new metal stuff in it, but like. Yeah, like, Cassie thought it was, like, edgy shit in Japan, and it was, like, right. lightened up for, like, America. And, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people thought yeah. something like that. I think you see the actual Janenba but, uh, movie, and half of it is just this big, goofy Janenba being like, Janenba! Yeah. His name is Janemba. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love you, Michael. Janemba. Do, do, do. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, but... Roshi is now watching Dr. Slump on TV, which is well, pretty... He watches it gag. for a second. Oh, I didn't even notice he, he that. He watches it for a second, yeah. and then later it's a workout video again. Oh, is it? Yeah, there, there's definitely a Raleigh on his TV for a few sec, a few seconds. And then he goes to reach for Launch's butt again. I wouldn't be surprised if that gag was in the manga, too, where he just like, drew a Raleigh on the TV for a I second. I can see that, yeah. Uh, Krillin bursts in. Master Roshi's like, are you fucking timing this damn it uh but he's got the real rock now so krillin wins the contest and it just cuts to this giant pot of stew that launch roshi and krillin are all sitting around and just gushing about how delicious it is well okay, Goku this just... is where the, this is where this becomes extra super shitty <laughs> this, for me this is where it gets mean they make goku stand in the corner and watch them eat yeah that is I, that I is mean, the worst. He's just I, in I, the corner, sad while they all eat. Yeah, but since Goku can easily fend for himself, he just like doesn't because yeah, that's he's the th- can't. That's the weird thing about the no supper punishment is like yeah, Goku could just go hunting. I, I'm guessing that that would be against the rules, and Goku is a rule follower, boy. But, but I, I I kind of imagine that they didn't tell him he had the watch, but he's watching because he wants to eat so bad. <laughs> I, I think you have to take it that way, or else this becomes cruel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but as they're sitting around talking, Launch reveals that this was pufferfish. She mentions earlier that she got a great deal on it in the dub. Yeah. And, and this explains like it's kind of a setup for this when like in yeah, the, yeah, in, yeah. In the Japanese she just says it's a really beautiful fish. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think they specify in 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 the original Japanese is specifically a fugu pufferfish. 
Yes, yeah. Do. So, Which, yeah, if you it, don't know, is poisonous. Yes. <laughs> it's it's poisonous, and people do eat it, but you have to like cook it a special way so that it doesn't poison the and people Lunch eating did it. Did not yeah. know and what since, it was, and since Lunch didn't even know what it was, yeah, right. Stay she had no soon, idea. She doesn't know how to cook it. Right. So, right on cue, Krillin and Roshi start getting intense stomach pain and collapse to the floor. And, uh, and we the don't fact that see they survive it. this is pretty impressive. Yeah, like, yeah that's the thing. You? I thought I, I thought Fugu Fish was like murderously poisonous. Which yeah, I but mean, also these are super fair, people. So yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah. Roshi and Krillin, and, and Launch is actually pretty strong too. So I right. get the sense that Launch never actually ate any of it. I, yeah, because, because she, she doesn't get sick. No, she, she doesn't she, get sick. She does in the Japanese version. Oh, okay. Oh, huh. In the okay. Japanese version, she goes. Now that you mention it, me too. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so, they don't show it, but we can assume that they were up all night shitting and barfing. That's definitely the vibe I get, because in the morning, Goku is incredibly energized, and Roshi looks hungover. He's like, oh, no, we're taking the day off, man. I'm say, not showing them shitting and barfing is a surprising amount of restraint on Dragon Ball's part. (laughs) Right. I'm so glad they don't. I don't want to see lunch like that. (laughs) Next episode is just going to be a flashback yeah, really to this night. Yeah, it really sucks when you bark up your lunch. <laughs> it's just no good. Don't want to mm. see lunch like that. That's the joke yeah. I was making. I, Cassie, yep. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. Uh, that's that's. I feel like that's half our, our, our all relationship to each other is just shitting on each other, no selling jokes, and then reassuring <laughs> each other that, no, we, we do love you. It's just also you're terrible. Right. Also, fuck off. Well, I mean, I, I, I love that you're all terrible, to be honest. Uh, but, yeah, so that that's where we're left, with Goku feeling ready to train, and Roshi and Krillin being like, God, kill me, please. And that's episode 16 of Dragon Ball, which we talked about exclusively for the past hour and five minutes. Yep, we, we did a real else. good job. Incredibly on topic. We yeah. definitely did There's... not talk about... There's, there's yeah. three things we, we that people know us for. definitely did not talk about <laughs> Batman. Yeah. Nope, not listen, even listen. a little bit. When you, when you come to, to Home for Event Losers, you expect three things. One, you expect on-topic discussion. Mm-hmm. You expect intelligent humor and wit. And um, you expect painstaking research. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you got all that today. We, yeah. Uh, we, I think we have a couple of questions. I don't think we have many, but we have a few. Uh, we can we can answer a few, I think, even though this is running a little long. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think we only have two, so that's. Oh no, we have a couple others. All right. Uh, Rear Rose at Rear Rose Eight says, "If you could train under Roshi, especially if he wasn't such a horrible pervert, would you do it?" Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, if he wasn't like the pervert, yeah. the only bad part. So. Yeah. I. I don't know if I would, because, like, one bit we did pass up is he talks about how, like, hey, this training is all about going past your limits as a human being. Like, I think Master Roshi's training gets pretty intense in a way that, like, well, see, I don't know I if do I need that would, in my I would, life. I would take him up on it, and then when I got, like, sl- like more fit than I am now, just quit. <laughs> I guess. Well, I, f- I feel like I wouldn't want to try mean, like, and do I it get... now. I feel like I'm too old for this shit, but, like, yeah. maybe if I was well, still I, a kid. Well, I'm trying to lose sure. weight, so it would help, you know. But other than that... Yeah. It's it's hard to say, like, we never see Roshi train an unhealthy person, so I don't know how he'd handle I, me. I, I have fantasized more than once just, like, going 
to like a monastery and just living like sure. that for a year and losing like all this weight mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then like de-stressing but right. obviously I'm not going to do that because I'm horrible <laughs> <laughs> you're not... yeah that's yeah you're horrible because you don't go live in a monastery for a year that makes sense yeah we're all horrible uh, uh. <laughs> uh, I mean the last right. hour and five minutes hasn't exactly said the most glowing things about our characters yeah that's very true uh Gwen at Witsuario has two questions. The first one says, uh, I guess related to the last one, do the benefits of training under Master Roshi outweigh the creepiness? No. Hmm. <sighs> I'm okay. Master Roshi sucks. We cannot be more clear about that. He does teach you how to shoot energy beams out of your hands, though. I feel like it's a hard no if you're a woman. Yeah. I feel like there's other people who yeah. can teach you that in the Dragon Ball world. I don't know if there really is at this point. Like, I guess Kami, but you're not climbing that, like, pillar to heaven. Well, this, not at like... this point. Yeah, but, like, oh, everyone, like the person who changed Tien is incredibly evil. That's true. The cr- Oh, you know what? That's true. The crane guy. No, he's oh, really is he, evil. I, he's I evil. thought he was just kind of a dick. Is he evil? There has to be, like, other martial artists. Okay. Like, there has to yeah, be. Yeah, like, in, in Dragon Ball oh, yeah. Super, Tien has I, opened up a martial Tien. arts school. By all means, yeah, go train with Tien. That dude's cool. Yeah, yeah that sounds cool. alright. Yeah. He's got three eyeballs. If he teaches me how to have three eyeballs, I'm all for it. I would, I would very <laughs> I, much like to not learn how to have a third eyeball. As far as I know, they never at any point explain where Tien's third eye comes from, but I think the implication is that he has reached a level of enlightenment that his mind's eye has become literal. Anyway, yeah, uh, so that's the answer to that. Uh, they also asked best training montage, which I guess just overall... Oh, it's a uh, all-time best training montage. Uh, wagon full of pancakes in the championship. Yep, that's a good one. You're not wrong. Ah <laughs> oh, man, guts, I mean, guts and might. Lifting I, weights and feeling all right. I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, that's all right. Oh, no oh, one. No. I also. No one does except for me and that. Mike, probably. <laughs> Yeah, B- no, and probably I, we've none got of to our get listeners. you watching Homestar oh. Runner. Eh. Oh, okay, got you. Eh. Oh man, the reaction is oh. <laughs> no, oh, it's I this just, dumb I just, thing my boyfriend I, I, likes. No, 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 no. I didn't this ever. This stupid old man who loves no, dumb shit on the internet. No, no, not at all. I just mean like. I just mean like. I, I, I might have watched that, that and I just Why are you full of pancakes? I, I don't know about the championship. I only like just let them have twice. this. Just <laughs> it's all right, I but mean, <laughs> I, no, it's cute. I just it's really cute, but it's just like I'm trying to think of like a montage that stands out for me. Yeah. Um, and yep. like maybe Rocky. I think Rocky's probably the best montage. Uh, yeah, Rocky's definitely like the yeah. the art like the 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 one people that's, Yeah, that, that's the that's the er training montage right there. I would say yeah. that's probably the best one, but like also we're talking about anime here and anime doesn't really do montages, they do do training arcs. Yeah. And there's a lot of good training arcs in anime, like in manga too. Like I, I that's hard. I mean, one of my really liked was um 
in IHL 21, like, everyone's trying to get better at, like, football, so they, like, push a truck from, like, like, you know that one, like, highway in Nevada? Sure, yeah. They push it for, like, maybe all the highway? Oh, wow. Okay. It's really uh, ridiculous. I think they sleep well, at night while it drives, but during the daytime, they push it. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I don't remember exactly. It's been a long time since I read it. But specifically, one of the characters doesn't. It's, like, the, the main character, Aisha 21, the eponymous Aisha 21. Uh, I can't remember his actual name. He has to kick a rock the whole time because it gets him uh, better at, like, turning. Oh, he, sure. Because he's the, he's the running back. And I've that always kind of stood out for me. I also, like... I don't think Naruto is, like, the best uh, manga. It's, like, not very good. It's all right. It, But, like, one of my favorite manga training montages is when Naruto is trying to learn how to make the Rasengan be wind-aspected. He doesn't really understand how to do that. But they reveal that whenever... He, his whole thing is he can make shadow clones, right? Right. His shadow... Whenever a shadow clone, like, poofs... All the memories and experiences that Shadow Shadow Clone had ends up in all the other Shadow Clones and and, and Naruto. They all Uh, share uh, that knowledge. Okay. So when he's training, he makes like a hundred of himself. Yeah. And then starts trying to learn how to do it. And then as they like get worn out, they poof. And then all the rest of them get it. And in one particular part... They're like, why don't you ask someone who's good at wind aspect? So Naruto leaves training and goes talks to this, like, um, guy in the village who has wind aspected uh, chakra, too. And, mm-hmm. like, he explains that it's all about cutting. That that's what wind aspected chakra's good for. And he's like, okay, cool, and just poofs. And it turns out that was yeah. one of his clones. And then every single clone back at the training area gets that advice instantly. And I think that's mm-hmm. just really and Hunter Hunter, the main characters sure. get that's just trapped cool. in a pit with so a I- serial killer. And they just have to survive for a while. I love you. In, uh, <laughs> in, in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Battle Tendency, uh, he has to learn to control the magic martial arts that he does in that show, where him and his rival get uh, special like steel masks clamped onto their faces that won't let them breathe unless they breathe oh. in the way that lets them channel the magic. Oh, wow. And then they get thrown into a, like, 100-meter-deep pit full of, uh, like, oil that's all slippery. That's all... Because, listen, JoJo is extraordinarily horny. There is a 100-meter-tall pillar sticking up out of this oil that is oozing oil from the tip of it. And that's where all the oil comes from. And they have to use their magic, uh, their hamon... To uh, climb this otherwise inclimbable pillar, and then is the, uh, is the creator of JoJo gay? Um, I don't think he's openly gay, but I mean, I, I'll mm. I'll double check. I do not think he is openly gay, but there's a lot of gay shit in JoJo, <laughs> and I love it. It's good. Yeah. Uh, but they get like halfway up, and. Uh, Jojo, like, finds a crack in the pillar and says, oh, thank God, a handhold, I can rest. But there's a button inside of it, it was a trap, that makes the pillar start spewing out oil fat, harder than a fire hose so that you can't cross through the barrier of oil without being cut in half. Oh my god, so (laughs) dumb, I love it. Um, 
By the way, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is just if Tama Finland made a manga. Yeah, I, got... I don't know who that is. You don't know Tama Finland? <laughs> no. No, I, I don't know either. He's like All a right, really is... famous homoerotic artist. Well, okay. He's super famous and like. I... All right, I, I, I believe not you. Read. you. I mean, I guess. I guess <laughs> okay, I was in the you have not read. Yeah. For a while, but. Sure. That would make sense why I'm the only one who knows this, I guess. But it just I don't sure. know, it feels like it's such an obvious thing. Here's like some of his artwork. Well, okay. The only thing. Sure. The, the only thing I've read from uh, Araki about like JoJo is that he had, he was working on some other manga that like wasn't very successful. And his publishers basically told him, listen, you need a new good idea or you're going to end up without a job. And he went on, like, a vacation to Italy for inspiration, and he got inspired by all the, like, statues of, like, dudes and, like, crazy poses. And that's why everyone in JoJo poses like a crazy Greco-Roman statue, because that's what, like, it came from originally. That's the, those dicks are thought, very like, big. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... Yep. To be clear, I did not share nudity with the... With sure. The, they're just, um... Bulges oh, sure, okay, genius. yeah, I've seen these before. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I, like I said, you at least have, should be familiar with some of his work. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of men clinging on to each other in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Well, I'm saying, like, this does Tom and Phil, and, they, and, and he, they're wearing, like, leather and shit, which is, like... Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good comparison, Emily. It's just right I yeah yeah did not get it at all <laughs> i'm glad i hope someone listening if you if you listen to this and you're like ah emily good joke and you know what tom of finland is then please at me yeah listen i i am by no means saying that like it this might be on me for being ignorant you know uh oh boy <laughs> anyway <laughs> I'm seeing, I, I just saw a picture of guys cosplaying tom of finland artwork and they've got themselves sure. painted up to look like like pencil drawings and it looks really cool actually mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah we're so talking about dragon ball episode dragon 16 ball? yeah we've been doing uh, that the entire time sorry i'm just enjoying uh, this gay erotic is, uh, art now <laughs> the, the, <laughs> we have any, last... more, uh, any more dragon ball questions uh looks like we have just one more from liam at stack stackable cups uh top three characters okay, in dragon say, that's ball. a really good twitter handle yeah yeah stackable cups that is a good handle Top three characters in Dragon Ball, including Z and Super and shit, that you would take on a date. Uh, Wait, what? Hmm. Wait, what? What are the three most dateable Dragon Ball characters? Oh, shit. Um, um, well, Launch, Krillin. 18. Uh, mm. I, mean, uh, I, would, I would say 18 and, and, and Krillin and maybe Launch, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind going on a date with Bulma either. Yeah, I was going to say Bulma's yeah. a good one. And Launch is, um, like, cool, but she'd probably murder me. Which, right. Which, I mean, would be exciting for a few seconds, but... <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the, the potential for getting murdered is, is a real problem. I, mean, I like Yeah, that, lot, I feel like that's that's a problem. I don't want to get murdered. I want to date bad Launch. And I want to be... I said before, I want to be good Launch and date bad Launch. So I guess I would go on a date with her, but, like... I'd hope that I, she likes me. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the problem. Like, from what we've seen, Bad Launch doesn't like anybody. I mean, Bad Launch is the one that yeah. falls in love with Tien. So I'll say that. Oh, that is true. I forgot about that like, whole so plot she, point. She does have, like, you know, like, emotions <laughs> besides anger. Yeah, and, like, yeah. no, that, that is a good she point. She has emotions like, beside, besides gun. 
yeah, yeah. exactly so i mean like she i i think yeah okay I, I was i will say 18 bad launch and um krillin but i would also just like love to be best friends with bulma <laughs> yeah I, I think bulma would probably be i mean listen Dragon Ball Super has established that Bulma knows where all the best restaurants are in the world. But yeah, Krillin in, like, later on in Dragon Ball is just like, like, right now he's a piece of shit, but he becomes a really sweet boy. Oh, yeah. He's, he's good. He's sweet, but he's definitely got, like, he keeps, like, a very sarcastic side to him for a long yeah, time. Yeah, but, like, he, like just, him, yeah. and, him and 18 is adorable. Like, oh, I, I agree 100%, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of, like, I think adult Gohan seems like a real sweetheart. Oh, yeah, Gohan, fuck. Yeah. I think I might just, go for Gohan over Krillin, actually. Yeah. yeah, just hang out and watch some, like, tokusatsu shows with him. I really like Gohan. Gohan's yeah. really good. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of, like, some weirder choices that aren't just, like, main cast members. Yeah. Like, If I was picking only girls, it'd be Bulma, but I want a boy in there, so I'm going to say Gohan. I think that's fair. Launch, yeah. like, and, uh, yeah, who I said before, 18. Like, I mean, uh, what would Birder be like on a date? Uh, oh, that weird blue snake boy. Where'd he, he take he'd you? He'd be very fast. That's, oh, that's true. Um, I don't really have a whole lot of <laughs> sure. like points of reference where I'm at. I think I right. So I'm I'm gonna just try and pick one. Uh, I'm gonna say Mai. Ooh, yeah, okay. yeah, I would do sure. future Mai. Oh. oh yeah, there's future Mai also. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna stick to current Mai because I'm pretty sure she becomes a child at one point. Well, so what happens is she becomes a child, but then they cut to the future where she's an adult again. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that that yeah, just effectively make her the same as where she is now. Uh, well, yeah, but now, but it makes her the same age as Trunks is the thing, and they have a romance. Okay. And then she tries to. She has like a special. Like key bullet that she tries to snipe God with, and it's pretty good. Oh, all right. She's pretty cool. Uh, does, uh, anyway, does Shuga do know. anything cool in Super? Not even a little bit. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Rubrion's pretty good. I wouldn't want to. Rubrion is very good. I wouldn't want to go on a date with Vegeta. No. But I, I, I. You I'd would fuck. fuck. Yes, I right. would. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got yeah, this weird Hank Hill ass going on that I'm not sure about. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of the three characters that you would do fuck, marry, kill with in Dragon Ball. Like, Goku and Vegeta have to be the first two. Who's the third? Uh, Piccolo? Alright, sure, yeah. Cassie, oh, okay. fuck, marry, kill, Goku, Piccolo, Vegeta. God, uh... Well, I don't want to kill Goku because he saves the world. Right. But I don't want to fuck or marry him. I don't want to kill any of them. Right. Well, okay. I'll kill Goku and then I'll wish him back. Okay. Uh, I mean, okay, honestly, sure. the only one who really truly strikes me as husband material is the only one that ironically never gets married, as far as I know, is it's Piccolo. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I feel like marry Piccolo is the obvious Yeah, marry move. Piccolo. Yeah, I would definitely marry Vegeta. Piccolo. I'd, I'd fuck Vegeta and kill Goku. Yeah. 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 Goku saves the world. Yeah, well, Vegeta would fuck bad. me, but yeah. yeah right. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I might go fuck Goku, kill Vegeta. That's fair. Yeah. Goku's just a real nice guy. <laughs> I don't think he doesn't seem bad. to know what sex uh, is. I mean, yeah, he's got two weird. kids. Okay, he doesn't know what kids are. Or, or, he doesn't know what kissing is. He doesn't know what kissing is. is. He 
probably knows what sex is. Yeah, but you could teach him what kissing is. That's the thing. This yeah. is what sex is for Chichi and Goku. She's like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get into sheets now. Just, just stay still. And then she like rides him until. See, I think, I think you could. And he doesn't know what's going on. I think you could, like, you could just tell Goku what to do, and he'd be like, oh yeah, okay, right. Yeah. He'd be like, you got it. <laughs> Which almost seems really creepy to me, because like, that sounds gross. Actually, yeah, I don't think yeah. about Chichi and Goku. <laughs> it's it seems kind of exploitative their relationship. I mean, honest. he's he's fine with it. Like, I don't know, because he's fine with it doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> uh, maybe not good, but I, I don't know. It's not like he's. I mean, he's he consents. This is weird. It is weird. Let's, let's stop talking. Let's about get off it. this topic of discussion. Why, is, why, are, why are the worst, most awkward moments of our podcast when we're actually talking about Dragon Ball? Oh, that's a great question. I wonder question, why, Mike. because Dragon Ball's awkward and weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's. I think that's just going to about do it for this week. You got a long one this time, so hope you enjoyed that. Uh, Emily, where can people find you around town? And by town, I mean the, the, the world's town. The World Wide Web. You can find me on audio entropy podcasts such as War and Beast, mm-hmm. um, In Pursuit of Passions, and you can also find me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds. All right, Mike, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. You can hear me on Teenagers with Attitude. Uh, yeah, that's about that. All right, Cassie, do you have anything to plug? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Definitely Exists, and that's it. <laughs> Alrighty. You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can find uh, this show and a bunch of others at AudioEntropy.com. Like some of the ones mentioned, also different ones. I'm on Totally Reprise, Let's Place. So I just put out a Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, so go listen to that. Oh, grats. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's also shows that we're not involved with, such as, for instance, All Along the Watchtower, Transmission Radio, D Comedy. I apparently was not supposed to announce that Let's Steal a Podcast was on Audio Entropy yet, but I did last time, so I may as well keep doing it. I mean, <laughs> we, we, well got, t- we got a force, uh, we, 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 got a, we got a light of fire to get that onto the page. Yeah, you know what, that's true. <laughs> Throw it down the gauntlet, <laughs> make it happen. Uh, but yeah, that's go listen to that show. Go, hey, tell you what, go to AudioEntropy.com and click the link that will be there to listen to that show. Uh, and uh, you know if you really like those shows maybe consider clicking the donate button on that site also while you're there help us pay for web hosting that'd be really nice but if not you know or don't it's fine Uh, but also another nice thing maybe go on over to iTunes give us a rating and a review that's also a nice thing to do we got a lot of ways to be nice to us we gave you our Twitter so you can be mean to us. Yeah. Now you can be... I'm going to read some of these reviews that we've got. We've got two new ones. Send us send us some Dragon Ball questions. And also, tell us what your favorite bit from Homestar Runner is. Yeah, you know what? Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. You can follow the podcast at Hifflecast. H-F-I-L-Cast. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's j- where just, we... like, be nice to Mike and be nice to Luke. Yeah. 
Uh, but no, we do have two new reviews since we last recorded something, so I'm gonna read them. We've got one from Mr. Todd 25. Or, uh, no, sorry, we've read that one before. Uh, we've got one from Charlie A. Neal. Uh, it's a two-star review. Uh, it says, oh. it's a good podcast, I promise. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Once again, a podcast of audio entropy is amazing. I can't help but laugh at each episode, but also hope that things get better so the hosts don't have to suffer through badness often. Keep up the good work. Also, you're welcome for the two stars. I hope the iTunes dragon gives you what you want. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, oh no, what's he gonna say? And then, okay, right. he likes the podcast. Thank you. Or they like the it, podcast. We don't know the gender of the person. Right. It does look like the, uh, the one-star review that was put up erroneously is now gone. So we are gonna need a one-star review again to summon that dragon. Not that I'm asking you to do that. You don't need to sync our reviews. You are asking people to do that. You're literally asking people to do that, Luke. No, I'm, I'm not asking you to. I'm just noting that we are missing the one-star review. But I'm not, that doesn't mean please go do it. I think people are going to take it as that, though. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'd rather just a high rating instead of the iTunes dragon. Thank you. <laughs> you're uh, the other on the podcast so people can know that because otherwise... <laughs> Otherwise, I we're gonna I get know you felt that way. <laughs> Otherwise, we're gonna get two star reviews. It's a goof. Yeah, ah, it's just number of reviews that matter. It doesn't matter the it actual was a cl- the actual rating. Yeah, you know that's probably true. We need the one and the four star review still. Uh, our other review that we got is from America's Funny Man, Adam Sandler. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, also, is he five- American? I thought he was from Canada. I don't know. The, according to this, he's American. Uh, this is a five-star review. It says, not horny enough. <laughs> I'm just saying, this podcast could be like 60-70% hornier than it is currently. Seems like a missed opportunity. Hope we helped you with this one. Oh, no, I just looked it up. He was born in Brooklyn. Yeah, he's okay. American, dude. All right, well, yeah. So, you, you, we we did some... I mean, that's the thing. Kill. is like with, 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 a, with a comedian who used to be on Saturday Night Live, it's like 50-50 odds he's from Canada. I love that you're engaging in your own thing and not listening to what the <laughs> review even said. Please, please say the review again, because I'm confused. He just said he wanted the podcast to be hornier. That's all. Oh, so, okay. I can do Your that. wish has been granted. That's not. <laughs> I mean, oh, okay. we've done that already. And we talked about Tom what are you talking about? We talked about Dragon Ball the whole time. Yeah, uh, I guess you're right. It's just a Dragon Ball episode. <laughs> uh, anyway, I mean, earlier uh, Cassie did something that was yeah, but what? Uh, okay, Goku's training. Figured out. Shut up! I'm doing the outro. Goku's training begins at a good pace, and I don't know. There's shitty parts, but there was good parts too. At this point, that's all I'm willing to hope for. Let's hope that's more of that next time on the Home for Infinite Losers.